thanks so much for checking out this week's episode of the Discipleship Track Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Rob, joined as always by the one and only Patsy Prati. Patsy, say what's up. Hello, people. And we are here with you because we believe that God has called us to live a life that is fully devoted to Him. But here's the thing. we got to put in a little bit of work. It's not going to happen on its own. So what do we do about it? Well, one of the things we do is we create these podcasts almost each and every week so that we can grow together and you can take us with you to grow on the go. So wherever you are that you're listening to this right now, we're excited that we get to be there with you, whether you're uh, hiding in your cubicle at work so you don't get in trouble, whether you are in the kitchen uh, getting something ready, picking up the kids from school, walking the dog, wherever it may be, driving in the car. We're just glad that we get to be here with you. Mm -hmm. So, and you know what? I'm going to break from our usual introduction piece, but it's true. We really do, like, appreciate that we get to do this. Yes, we do. Like, we don't take it for granted. There's a lot of people that would like to do these kind of things, and they're not able to, and we get to every week. Truth, 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 yeah. So, I yeah. love this. This is, like, truly the highlight of my week. I love it. I love preparing for it. I love... You may need to set the bar a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> and that's but, why I love being here. But anyway, please know that we really mean it. We're really appreciative of uh, giving us the you giving us the opportunity yes. to grow with you um, in the podcast. So we're going to dive in just to kind of catch everybody up. Um, we have been walking through a series at Powerhouse. That's the church that we're on staff at. Uh, on Sunday, yeah, if you can't tell by the obnoxious, <laughs> shameless promotion in the back. Um, but uh, we've been walking through a series called Untouchable and looking at the book of Daniel and the life of Daniel and looking at how we can live in 2020 with untouchable faith and what it takes for us to be able mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, and so we've been hitting a bunch of different topics and we got a really good one today yeah, we do. that I think I need to be careful because I think I'm going to put my foot in my mouth a lot today. If I, how will if that I be different than uh, any other day? I know, Rob? right? I know. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to have to be really cautious because I'm feeling like this one could get a little out of control pretty quick. Um, But anyway, if you noticed from the title of the video or the title of the episode, if you're listening to this instead of watching it, uh, we put up the little question that was, would you rather be humble, right? Meaning, would you rather live a humble life or would you rather be humbled? Right. Meaning something happens in your life that is rather humbling. And oftentimes when that happens, it's a little embarrassing as well. Yes. And so like we were talking in our pre-show meeting, which sounds so fancy, but it's really just the walk up the steps to yes, get into the room. <laughs> um, we were saying, hey, you know what? Let's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, uh, let's have some fun and let's start the podcast today with just talking of sharing a fun story. Let's be funny or fun. Um, of a time that we were humbled right. okay. in our lives. Who's going first, okay. you or me? Uh, I don't know. You want to go first? No, 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 not really. I oh, would okay. rather hear yours, so then. Uh, I think <laughs> I may have actually shared this one on the, the, the podcast before, okay. so I apologize if I'm on repeats. But um, we're going to journey way back with us here to my senior year of high school. Um, Ooh, exciting. Some of us in the room would have to journey further. Oh, to get to that moment. But is. for me, it's not that far of a journey, but it's a little bit far. Although, ironically enough, I just found out either it just happened or it's happening this year that I have like a really big high school like reunion. reunion. I'm not going, but um, I haven't gone. I went like to one. 
That was We're, like, like it's a big one. one. I'm like, I know. you got to be kidding me. It's been that long. But you since know what? I've been in high school. You should go because let me tell you this. No, and I, I segue for one second. Like I actually regret I wasn't able to go. I finally joined Facebook, as you know, recently. Welcome <laughs> to the and like people from high school. Yay. I'm like, oh, they've all been getting together. Where oh, have I been? So and I friends. missed it. And then they so showed pictures, and I was like, oh, everybody still looks the same. Either that or my <laughs> eyes are dimming. I don't know. But yeah, oh so gosh. you should go. But anyway, yeah. No, so go I back think, to I think it actually just happened. I think I already missed it. Okay. But uh, it was many years where I'm like, there's no way yeah. it has been that long. But anyway, yeah. we are so off topic. You're in the old category um, with me now there, Rob. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But it's just been a while since I was in high school. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we'll journey all the way back okay. to that senior year. And I was out on one of my very first dates. Ooh. And, and I'm assuming my, not Jen. What, no. Okay. One of my only dates. Okay. Like, I was not very popular. You weren't the Casanova that, that you no, are today? I, not, not, <laughs> I know it's hard to believe, but I was not able to grow this beautiful beard that the women find irresistible. Oh, yeah. I was going to um, say, that might have been working in your favor anyways, back then. But, um, so I was out on a date, and it was before I had my license, okay. so I got my friend to drive me and this girl around, which, how cool is that? Um, and we were just talking, and I didn't know this girl very well, and so we were talking, and we drive past, or this kind of specific type of car, I won't say what it is, um, drives by, and I made a comment, and I'm like, wow, I won't say the word either, because we will get flagged on all platforms if I say the word, but... Now I want to know what it is you have to tell me later. Really low-class people drive those kind of cars. Oh, wow. Is the comment... There's the, no such the thing as that. generalization that I made. Everybody has value. Right? Hey, I'm, I'm peeking behind the curtain. We're getting real okay. here. And so <laughs> it's, he's probably talking as, about me. As those words come out of my mouth, I'm trying to be all cool. And yeah. Like, oh, look at me. I'm better than that. And I hear from the back, which, again, the girl was sitting in the back by herself, and I was up in the front, which, way to go, Rob. Um, <laughs> she goes. Hence the reason there's no second date. <laughs> she, yeah, exactly. Sorry. She goes, oh, that's the same car my dad has. Oh, like, oh, oh, there it is. Great. So I guess you don't want my number. No, <laughs> exactly. So like I said, I did not have many dates in high school, and I, maybe that had something to do with it. Foot in the um, mouth. But yeah, that was rather uncomfortable, and I was very humbled in that moment because right. I thought I was super cool and knew better than everybody else. Right. And learned very quickly that I did not. I know. So I think your that's, turn. that's the thing is that, being humble is something that's deep inside of you. It's something that you are and you yes. know, and, and it is something that you can work on for sure, because you can say like, I want, I want to, I want to cultivate a humble spirit in me. Yes. So my story is similar in the sense that my husband is in the car business. So turn the clock back, you know, uh, many years ago. And there was this couple and they owned a car dealership. And I may have told this story too, but I'll tell you, it's worth telling again because you guys will crack up. And the couple is in this restaurant, I'm with my best friend, and we're out for like a birthday lunch together, right? So I see them, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's that couple. And actually, I can even mention their names, because they're, they're friends of ours, and they might even be watching, so their names are Bill and Patty. Anyway, wonderful, wonderful people, but I didn't really know them, and I so wanted to impress them. I just wanted them to like, like me, and I wanted them to impress me. So definitely, my outward appearance, I was trying to be all humble, like, oh, oh, hey, is... Um, aren't you Bill and Patty? So totally I was faking it because inside I was like, oh, you know, like I look good today and I'm going to be like so impressive to them and I really want to meet these people and, you know, 
be in their good graces. So like what I was showing on the outside, I was thinking I'm really faking it and being like sure. Mrs. Humble on the inside, totally trying to be like impressive <laughs> and I'm talking whatever. And I noticed that the wife and the husband, you know, who are now our good friends, but they're like looking down at the ground and everything. And they're talking to me and I was like, Oh, <laughs> I just don't think they're like digging me. Like whatever. I think I've made all the great jokes and I'm being so fabulous and so smart. So we say like, I'm like, okay. And I'm just so smiley. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll see you sit down, you know, see you next time. So I sat down and I'm looking at my best friend and she's just staring at me. And I said, you know, I really wanted to impress those people. I wanted them to think like, you know, some, that I was somebody and everything. And she looks at me and she goes, Pat's. She goes, you have like a big wad of lettuce in your nice. teeth. So the whole time I was smiling at them, I had this big, like my lunch was hanging on my face. So talk about being humbled. Yep. I was almost bordering on like being humiliated because totally. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> here I was, you know. Yep. And it would have been so much better if I just kept my mouth shut. And sometimes that's the lesson. Just keep the mouth shut. That's right. But hard lesson to learn. It's though. a very Gotta hard be lesson honest. to learn. One of the hardest lessons yes. I have to learn in my life every <laughs> single day. But that's great segue for us is sometimes what happens on the outside is a revelation to yourself and to everyone else about what's wrong on the inside. And our yeah. story in Daniel today is from Daniel chapter four. It's about King Nebuchadnezzar. You guys go back to the few podcasts in the Untouchable series and you'll hear a little bit about him. He's a, he's a wild guy of a king. We're on a wild ride with him. You know, I actually kind of like love him because he goes with such extreme highs and lows and he's such a knucklehead. But so at this point he has this dream and he wants Daniel to come in and interpret it. First he calls all the other magicians and clowns and everything and they can't do it as usual. So it's kind of the same story always. Daniel comes in, saves the day, interprets the dream. But the dream is a warning. The dream is he's this giant tree and everything is, all the birds can rest in him and all the animals come underneath him and he provides fruit. And Daniel tells him the dream is about you. But in the dream, an angel comes from heaven and goes, chop the tree down, mm. bind it with iron, let the stump stay, you know, destroy it. And he's, so Daniel has to tell him the dream is really about you. So he has to explain to him the dream is because you are great, but you're great not because you're great that you made yourself great. You're great because God made you great. He gave you an incredible opportunity. He put you in an incredible place in this palace to run this kingdom. But make no mistake, it is God who gave you your gifts, who gave you the gifts of leadership, and you have to do things the way that he wants you to. He doesn't want you to be a guy who's so full of himself because guess what? A leader who's full of himself is not a good leader. They're right. not going to care about the people. They're going to care about themselves. Yep. So they're... There can be a sense of pride in what you do, but you should not be proud. Because mm. if you're proud, then you're not humble. If you're not humble, then you're going to get humbled. Totally. And that's exactly what happens to the king. So he has a one-year warning. Daniel tells him he loves the king. And he's like, please just, just listen to this dream. Change your ways. Be kind to the poor. Take care of the lost. Be a good leader. Be a good king. That's basically what he's telling him is do the job the way that God wants you to do it, which is being loving and kind and, and having integrity and not thinking of yourself, thinking of the good of the people. He gives him this warning, and a year goes by, and then the king is on the top of his palace, and he's looking out, and he goes, look at this kingdom that I've made. And it's all about himself. And he's like, who's better than me? I should have been yep. twins. I should have been triplets. I'm so exactly. fabulous. There's nobody better. Exactly. And in that moment, he is humbled. And God has an amazing way of humbling him. He actually kind of loses his mind. And he becomes like an animal outside, like eating grass. And it goes on for seven years. But the cool thing is the king actually writes the story about himself because he goes, and then at the end of that time, 
my senses returned to me and I looked up at heaven and I praised the God of heaven. So he learns his lesson. Would you want to learn a lesson that way? It's like, really? <laughs> that would be horrifying. Yeah, it's, it's Worse than lettuce in the teeth yeah. to be outside like, you know, this is a guy that everybody went to. He was a wise king. He was a strong leader. Now they're all coming to him and he's literally walking around in the backyard of the palace. Yeah. I always wondered, like, what did the servants do at that time? Were they like, you oh, know, totally. shut the curtains. Yeah. Don't yeah, exactly. let anyone see him out there. Exactly. He's crawling around eating grass and, and you know, looking like, like a fool. Yep. And it was all because God was humbling him. Now, I want to ask you a question. I want to stop because I'm sure that some people who are listening or watching today are wondering, why would God be so mean? Was it really mean? Do you think it was? Do you think that what God did to him was mean or wrong? Just like human opinion. Was it mean or wrong? No, obviously not because it's God. The, it's God right? So we got to dig a little deeper, right? So, to find yeah. out. Was it a difficult thing? Like, would you be like, wow, God, really? Did you have to do that? Yeah, I would wonder that. Yeah. You know, and I think all of us, how many times have we had moments in our life where we've been humbled, where we're like, really, God, did, did it have to get to that? Right. Right? Right. But but here's, so here's my thing. This is what makes me pause and think, because I had time to sit with this passage, and I've been teaching it for a while, and thinking about it, and thinking, you know, oh, God, I don't know, maybe that seems like unfair what you did to him. Like, why did he have to be humbled in that way? And then I stopped, and it's almost like I, you, you can kind of hear God saying to you, really, Patsy, take a look at this man's life. He was a world leader. I had blessed him with riches, with intelligence, with uh, peace in his land. He was able to take care of everybody. I sent him a dream to warn him that he was heading in the wrong direction. I gave him, even though he took these young Jewish people captive, I gave him good godly men that were going to teach him about me and my ways and everything, and he wouldn't humble himself. So I'll ask again, doesn't it now when you start to think about all that God has given you, and you go through a situation that humbles you, maybe it's really an act of mercy. Yeah. I mean, God lets him be restored in the end. And he actually says, King Nebuchadnezzar actually says, God restores him to an even greater position sure. where he's, he's got even more wisdom and everyone comes back to him and they start asking him things. So what are some like helpful hints that we can give to everyone who's listening about how not to get to the place where the Lord might have to say, you know what, as an act of mercy... I'm going to need to humble you right now because you are so sure. heading in the wrong direction with the gifts that I've given you in life. Yeah, I think uh, just shooting from the hip, I have a couple ones. The okay. first one is this. And I want to be careful because I know next week we're talking about uh, the writing on the wall. I love that one. It's a really good one and probably one of the most misunderstood yes. uh, passages. Uh, make sure to so, tune in for that, for sure. So I'm probably going to like repeat what I'm saying today and next week because I don't have that much to say. Um, but I would say this, couple shots from the hip of how do you live a life humbly instead of being humbled Yeah, would be number one, recognize the signs along the way. Yeah. Right? Like I think that's huge and I think people have to understand that. That um, the king did not get to that point where he was walking around his backyard eating grass overnight, right. that there were things that happened along the way that he chose not to acknowledge and he chose not to listen to that led to that point where God was like, okay, man, you've missed it. Right. Here's what needs to happen now because nothing is getting your attention. Right. Like, I think we have to understand that for a lot of people, I told you I'm all fired up today. I know. For a lot of people, scary. <laughs> we, we look at these moments where we're humiliated and we're like, 
oh my gosh, I never saw it coming. Right. Yeah, you may not have seen that exact moment coming, but I guarantee you, if you're Monday morning quarterbacking it right mm-hmm. now, you could look back and be like, oh yeah, I remember when that person said this. I remember when this thing happened. I remember when I was wrestling with this, or I had this thought and I chose not to acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Like, there's things that happen all along the way right. that are trying to get your attention. I'll be real. God's a gentleman. He right? Is. He's not just going to throw you off a cliff. Right. He's going to gently and with humility himself, because he is the author of humility, right. try to help you the best way possible. But if you are not going to listen to that, he's going to get your attention one way right. or the other. And sometimes the way that he gets your attention is by giving you what you want. Do you think he wanted grass? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But if all of a sudden you realize, wow, maybe I didn't really want this, right. like that's a problem. So I would say... You have to recognize that if you're in a moment where you're like, wow, I was just humiliated, odds are there were some things that right. happened along the way that God was trying to help you see. Second thing I would say is this. Listen to the people that are speaking into your life. Amen. It's right? not always everyone else's fault. Right. Yeah, okay? and if you find yourself having that conversation going, oh, it's this one, it's this one, it's this one, it's this one, stop and say, yes. wait a minute, what about me? If, if 90% of your conversations are justifying your reactions, you need to talk to the Lord yes. and get your mind in a different place. That's right. It will never end well. If you are constantly finding yourself justifying, well, I feel this way because of all the things that were done to me, Mm-mm there's a problem there. Right. And definitely your circumstances, the things that you go through, your experiences shape where you are today, but ultimately you still are responsible for you and you can't always point a finger at everybody else. You have to make decisions and you have to realize that my decisions have to line up with God's will for my life. And I can't usurp my will on top of his because ultimately God will come in and he'll just gently press on you. Uh, It's funny that the king needed some more than a gentle press. But the one thing I want to say too is when you're humiliated, just to add to this, or if you're humiliated, if you're humbled, humbled, if you're feeling humiliated, God doesn't humiliate people. Let me be clear about that. God doesn't humiliate people. He is not the author of anything bad. He is only the author author of what is good. So if you're feeling humbled, know that it could be an act of mercy in your life, that God allowed you to get to the end of it so that you could realize, well, that was really humbling, so let me backtrack a little bit in my mind and yep. see what led me to this place, which exactly. is what you're saying does. Recognize the things along the way. And I'll say this, a simple way to start today, live a life of gratitude. One of the things that the king's problem was is that he refused to recognize that everything comes from God mm-hmm. and that God is sovereign and all the good gifts. We love as a culture, as a people, as a planet, we love to wag our finger in God's face and blame him for everything bad. But how often do we stop to say, I am so grateful for what is good. So if today the sun is shining where you are, thank God for the sun. If today it is raining where you are, thank God for the rain. Whatever it is, thank God that he is, thank God for the air that's in your lungs. We talk about this so much on the podcast, but recognize recognize that you were made by God, you were made for God, and what God wants for you is good. Don't assign the bad to him. When the king, I'm sure, probably had a moment where he was like, really, you had to turn me into like an animal outside that my my hair grew to be like feathers Mm -hmm. and my fingernails grew to be claws. Read Daniel chapter four. You'll read the whole description of what happens to the king. 
but it truly is an act of mercy because God restores him because God still had an incredible purpose for his life. Yes. He was a great leader, but he wasn't leading in the right way. Yes. So that's what's important. Yeah. Maybe you're not doing everything the right way. And if you're hearing from God, because he heard from God a year before this happened, mm -hmm. that's hugely important. When you hear from God, respond immediately. That's right. Don't delay. Yep. And don't... I have to be careful how I say this. No, don't be careful. Don't, say it. Don't respond to God with the justification <clears throat> and an no. excuse. No. It's not going to get you anywhere, and it's not going to help your situation any better. Right. If your response to God is always, but God, do you know what happened? Do you know what was done? Do you know what they said? Do you know... Like, <laughs> and that's the quintessential rhetorical question because God does yes. know. <laughs> the answer is yes, He does. <laughs> yes, and and not to over spiritualize it, but do you remember what happened when Jesus was on the cross? And do you know what happened and what the people said and what the people did and how the people treated Him? Right. And Jesus didn't make it about Him. Right. He didn't say, "Look at what all these people did to me." He actually forgave in the midst of all of that. And he still fulfilled the, the, the mission that God had put on and him. And that, now you're making me cry, that is the ultimate in humble. Because here was the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, stripped, beaten, bloodied, hanging on a cross, the only person who did not deserve to be there because anybody else should have been on that cross. Mm -hmm. But only he could be on that cross because his purpose was not about himself. That's his right. purpose was all for us. He get, That is the ultimate in leadership is somebody who's willing to say all of me for all of you. Yep. I will give because it's what's best for everybody else. It's right. not about me. It's not about what I, you know, God was just accomplishing what we needed most. So, you know, yes. if you don't read Daniel chapter four, read any of the four gospels today, read what Jesus did for you. And today stop and pause. If you don't know him as your savior, if that doesn't make sense to you, stop today and say, I really would like to know, Jesus, what this whole thing that they keep talking about, please make yourself real in my life. He will. I promise right. you. I don't know how it'll look like, but it w you'll know. He'll Absolutely. make himself real to you. Yeah. So I think as we wrap up, because we're already out of time. We are not. Yeah, we are. Get out. 22 minutes. Oh, I guess talking um, about humility, humbling things is, exactly. goes quick. <laughs> but I would say as we wrap up, maybe just some things for all of us to chew on this week is, number one, is God trying to get my attention with anything? Mm-hmm. Is he giving me some signals along the way or some signs along the way that I'm choosing to ignore? Uh, and if you feel like that's true, then maybe the prayer for all of us this week is, God, give me the courage to live humbly. Right. Because I don't think we understand how courageous we have to be to live a life of humility. Right. It's and, not easy. And don't fake it. Just really, if you feel like it's always an act, like I don't really think I'm humble, I feel like I'm always acting, then go a little deeper inside of yourself and say, God, help yeah. to cultivate a truly humble heart inside of me. Because the, the true humility and truly being humble happens when you don't really realize it's even happening. Right. It's just a natural thing, and God can cultivate that inside of you if you yep. ask him. Exactly. Cool. All right. Well, hey, we hope this was something that was beneficial to you and something that's going to help you uh, make it through the rest of your day and your week. Um, and if it was, would you do us a huge favor? Would you take a second and would you just share the podcast with someone, whether it's through a text message, whether it's by sharing the video, 
uh, whether it's by linking it to your social media on YouTube, uh, through YouTube and things like that, whatever it may be, we want to grow the community here yeah. because we believe that God's got something for us uh, and he wants us to get out of what he's giving to all of us. So we want to get as many people involved with this as possible and we can only do that with your help. So please help us out by sharing the word. And also too, if you got something that you'd like to let us know, whether it's a comment, a question, a future episode suggestion, whatever it may be, we want to hear from you. So leave us a comment in the uh, in the, the chat below. Uh, leave it on YouTube, or you can email us at any time uh, at discipleship track at powerhousecc.org. I promise we'll get back to you uh, right away because it's not like we're getting that many messages anyway, so it's not that hard. We um, love every message but, if it's one or a thousand. But, Send them. Uh, but anyway, we do want to hear from you because, like we say in the beginning, we're a community here. We're growing together. Yes. So with that, I hope you guys and have we're an and we're growing week. a beard and we're growing. Yep, since junior high. Um, well, I hope you guys have an amazing week, and we will catch you next week on the Disciples. Subtract Podcast. Thanks, guys. See ya.